Okay, everyone. Hey, this is Johnny with AV Insider, your show that you found on the Rave Radio Network on the Rave Radio tab at ravepubs.com. I could repeat that all back, but we'll do that somewhere in the middle of the show. Uh, as always, I've got a special guest. Uh, no, no different than anyone else, although he is a bit more special, uh, specializing in a few things. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it right now. Philip Sonleitner, correct? Right, that's correct. Okay, hopefully I can get that right later again when I say it again. You are the current CEO and co-founder or, and founder? Oh, founder. founder. And, and founder of MicMe. MicMe is a, a very interesting microphone that, uh, well, you know what? Instead of having me tell you and everyone else about it, I'll have you do that. But before we get to that point, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Tell me about what you did before MicMe was invented. Tell me a bit about your past. So... As you said, so I, I'm coming from Austria, so I'm European-based, not okay. Australia, Austria, no kangaroos, because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people mixed it up. So I'm coming from Austria. I've been a musician when I was younger, and I always was interested in audio through, throughout my life. So that's why I started at a technical university in Graz. That's a small city in Austria, a couple of hundred thousand inhabitants, uh, audio engineering and signal processing. So a very technical study about how you build audio devices, microphones, speakers, effects, software development, stuff like that. Everything, how you build audio devices, basically, and software. So that was my main interest um, until I was like 25 when I finished my study. And then I was basically hired by AKG, which is a very famous microphone and headphone manufacturer from Austria. And it is, it is actually a quite old brand, like 70 years old. Unfortunately, they closed doors now in, in Austria because they, AKT was part of Harman. Harman was bought by Samsung. And this year in summer, they closed the doors in Vienna in the headquarters. The brand still survives, but the, the brand or the company, as one knows, with all the microphones, at least the employees, don't any longer exist since this year. And I quit my job. So I've spent there eight years as a software engineer, three years software engineer, and five years as product manager, product marketing manager, in different roles. And so this year, they, they, they just closed that division in Austria? Yeah, for some reason, like getting the business more efficient, whatever, I don't know, because I'm, I'm not that close any longer with AKG. I know a lot of guys there, but, um, um, well, Harman, the, the mother company, like the, the, the owner of AKG was bought by Samsung last year. So, right. and they consolidate a lot of business. So I assume that's, that that's a common process. You know, if, if a big corporate buys another corporate, then obviously, change is happening so a lot of my former colleagues lost uh, 180 people or 150 lost their jobs now yeah so, i have a lot of friends in the in the same boat at Harmon that have lost their jobs and and not to cut you off but i have a lot of friends there as well uh when uh Harman acquired a lot of these brands i was like oh no is this the end for some of the these boutique brands that i've been in love with for so many years or is it only going to get better and then samsung comes in and then maybe we start to see some of those things sort of go away a little bit yeah i mean not everything is bad but if 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 you're bought by a big company but maybe they they shift around the focus i just talked today in the morning with a harmony 
a former AKG colleague who's now working for the automotive business, he said like still Samsung is not, at least in the automotive business, not there. You, they, you don't see that much change. It's it's a longer it's a longer process, obviously. Um, but you're gonna see sooner or later a shift in, in focus maybe and where they're gonna where they wanna go to. I mean you already saw in the in the Galaxy Eight advertisement, or was it seven, you already saw um Headphones tuned by AKG. So Samsung headphones tuned by AKG. The funny thing was nobody at AKG ever had heard about tuning by Samsung. It was just like a <laughs> purely, you know, marketing whatever. Attach AKG <laughs> to their products, right? Like, you know, like, now Samsung now with these brands, basically. Yeah, makes sense. Like AKG is very, very well known, like in the, in the audio business. Maybe not that much to consumers, but... More of the pro side. Yeah. So, you know, if you run around and say, ah, oh, I worked for AKG, that obviously, at least in my case, that helped a lot. Because people take you seriously if you're coming from AKG. And I mean, a lot of my team also, like our lead and acoustic engineer, Richard developed all all the legends from AKG. So all the, the headphones, K, K712, two, 240s, uh, the microphones, C414, C12, uh, smaller caps. He was like the lead acoustic engineers for 40 years at AKG. So he obviously knows one or two things about microphones and headphones. So <laughs> we're lucky enough that in in his retirement, he's now helping us and consulting about how you do acoustics right. Well, that's that's definitely a great start. Um, now, speaking of start, when did the company Mike Me start? So it was founded by me in uh, 2014. So I okay. quit my job roughly, exactly actually, four years ago at AKG because I had the feeling that the, the things were changing. Change, change is needed. And actually I had this feeling because I was product manager and, and, and responsible at AKG for innovation management, that there needs to be a new turn for microphones or like an, a new view about what microphones are in content content creation because obviously microphones are used heavily you know in smartphones and tablets wherever but everything which is uh, geared towards recording like studio recording podcasts video making like a little bit more professional or ambitious recording where content is shared to a lot of people still is done like it's done like the last 24 years but on the other hand, we have smartphones and new computers and tablets, uh, variables. So why ha- haven't microphones evolved? So microphones, the sensor itself have, have evolved, but it's not well integrated in, in new ecosystems. So that's basically the, the, the point where you start to think about how do microphones need be integrated in this new ecosystem, especially smartphones. And nobody loves cables, so the obvious thing was, okay, we need to develop like a, a, a professional high-end wireless recording microphone. And ev- nobody ever has done this before. So there, there have been wireless microphones, like Sennheiser Shure AKG wireless for, for live PA systems. There has, you know, a lot of studio recording microphones from multiple brands. There have been uh, audio recorders, uh, and there are uh, smartphones and apps. So... Mike me basically is everything together in one box. Okay, I see. I see how that's going. Yeah, I mean there are those solutions, right? You know, those big name brands do have wireless mics, and then there's hardware mics, and there's some handhelds. I even have a few of, of all those things. 
Um, I do not have what you are recording this podcast on currently, a mic me wireless professional grade wireless microphone. Uh, which brings me to the next question. Tell me, what is that? What what is a mic me wireless professional grade microphone? So so my so mic me basically enables all the content creators. These are video makers, podcasters, musicians, and journalists. Those are our main four groups to capture studio grade quality on the go by a push of a button. And now we have a new turn, which uh, means uh, that you we let you combine this also with smartphone videos. But the box itself is actually recording. Do we see the video in the podcast? No, not really. No, we won't see it. But I mean, right now, so right now, uh, you, you're pointing to a mic me. Like, like mic me, you're right. So the mic me is a, a small black box um, which fits in your hand. It's pretty small, so as small as a cigarette box, maybe, or even smaller. Yeah, it's about the size. It, hand. Um, it features a, a, a one-inch gold-plated phantom-powered capture, so it's as good from the capsule and the electronics as a $1,000, $2,000 microphone. So if you check out our YouTube channel, Mic Me Music, uh, you would see comparison towards uh, AKG C for $4,000 and the Neumann uh, $2,500 vintage microphone, and you can hear yourself and experience yourself how good it is. It's actually pretty close. So we, we have been surprised to know that we're that close. So it's actually good, really good sound quality, but where it shines is that it also has a built-in 16 gigabyte SD card where you can save audio in 24-bit up to 96 kilohertz. Okay. And you start your recording by push of a button. I know that doesn't sound spectacular because there's a lot of one-button audio recording, blah, blah, blah solutions. But the mic me actually on the top, it really has only one button. There's nothing else than just a big recording button. You push it, you're ready to go. So we really want creators to focus on telling stories and, you know, focusing on the creative part because I've, as a musician on my own, I'm a piano player. Okay. I, I have C for 14s. I have the, the microphone stands, the cables, the drivers, the sound card, my logic driver, all those things are just in between the you know the thing you want to record and actually start recording. There's so much things you can do wrong, gain settings, setting up drivers, Mac OS or Windows setups uh, updates. I mean, there's like a million things which can go wrong. And actually, just the only thing you want to do is like push the red button. <laughs> so I put a big red button on top of it. Yeah. And there are no buttons around it, which is maybe the secret. Um, so you push the button, you record, uh, push it again, and basically you have a standalone recording, which is already quite nice. A lot of people like that. So we figured out that a lot of our customers like the standalone feature, which was not the main focus. The, the, the really magic happens we, how we integrate with the iPhone. So we have, we're using Bluetooth as a communication protocol, so we don't use any standard Bluetooth profiles. Or we're sending the audio in real time to the iPhone. And if, you, if you're if you losing a packet, we have our own protocol, which makes sure that we're sending over new packets. So it's kind of a quality of service protocol in real time, which is quite new. Because with other wireless systems, if you know if something is lost, it's lost in the air. It's, yeah. there's, there's no buffer. or There's a very small buffer with a couple of milliseconds, but you don't have like a 60 gigabyte SD card where you can buffer forever. And this is the nice thing with MicMe. So even if you lose the battery on your iPhone, you still have the local file on your MicMe. So, okay, so right now the current method of control is iPhone, correct? 
Yes, for now. For now. Well, well, I'm sorry, not control. That, that that's more of a secondary backup. Mic Me is its own standalone recording system, whereas yes. the iPhone is sort of an accessory to the recording process. Or the other way around, however you see. You also can remote control. So a lot of so we we sold. Uh, we have been on Indiegogo two years ago and sold roughly two thousand pieces, and we shipped them mm-hmm. um, in the first half of this year in roughly a hundred countries. So okay, a lot of customers had the feedback. But I actually don't want to stream my audio. I just want to remote control it for my phone. So we actually implemented this now in our app and re- refact the app a bit. Um, but yeah, as I said, like it, one of the ideas is not just being a microphone company or just a, a hardware. It's about, as I said, integration and process. So how can we help people to get going fast, like capturing, editing a bit, and distribution of content, so the app also can do you know a little bit of cropping, adjusting the mic, um, the mix, a panorama, left, right. Uh, there's like an Instagram touch or Instagram-like audio effects, like small graphical interface, which is have an XY pad, and you set the reverb and different effects. Mm-hmm. And in the end, you just hit the publish button, and it renders the audio or video file and lets you share it to all your social channels. Cool. That's very cool. Now, uh, in terms of being a one-button solution, uh, does the power button act as a, a toggle? Uh, uh, no. On, off? Uh, you don't see, but there's, like, on top, we, we focus on just one button, which is the, the recording button. You okay. start and stop, and if you double tap, you can listen back to your last recording. Okay. Or you tap and hold, and you can set again. But on the back side of the device, there's a small plus minus button, which lets you say in the volume of the headphones because yes. it's a headphone check. Yeah. And there's a power button, small power button, and a Bluetooth button. So you need some buttons, but we just changed it from top to back. Yeah. That they can't do anything wrong because that's what we've seen with classical audio recorders. There's like a big fat recording button in the middle, but there's a lot of musicians that it's not the recording button which is wrong. It's the other stuff around. There's just too many options, they can <laughs> which yeah. was in the beginning I really didn't thought about it. But then you know, after think after months of thinking about it, it was actually pretty logic that oh, there are too many buttons around the recording button. Why? I mean, if if you look on old tape machines, there's like a really big recording button. Yeah, they, they moved all buttons away from the recording button, so they didn't <laughs> mess it up. Yeah, I had a very similar issue. A very similar issue with a, a recording software with Adobe, some Adobe recording software. It became complicated and, and ruined a podcast in the in the past because the recording button is right next to the stop button, and it the the function of the record when in the middle of processing ends up just deleting the whole file. It was a very unfortunate accident, but it's because it's too kind of confusing and it tries. It, yeah, I, that does simplify things. One button, record, stop, playback. Now, in terms of inputs and outputs. Uh, if I want to connect this to my computer, do I have a, a USB yes. output to transfer there, files? Yes, there's a USB, so micro USB connector on the okay. back of the microphone, which if you connect the computer, becomes a USB thumb drive for now. Okay. It also charges your microphone. Okay. Um, yes, you can access your files, and then sooner or later, we'll through a firmware update, because all our firmware updates are for free we will upgrade it to a USB microphone too. So it's already a um, class compliant USB device and mm-hmm. I've run it on my device already, but it's not ready for, it's not tested yet, but um, maybe somewhere next year we can, so it will become also a USB microphone too. Cool. So now, another fun- function. So it's a pretty versatile 
Yeah. Well, as that time progresses, are, are you already looking at uh, changing the USB type to USB-C or even a USB 3.0 for, for faster speed uh, file transfer? Maybe, maybe. I think so. I mean, possibilities. I, yeah. I, my MacBook Pro already has USB-C. So I had to change what? all my files. I have to use those nice dongles for now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they Which want, I, though. Dongles yeah, everywhere. I don't like dongles, so maybe we have to change the the, the, the but I mean that that's first generation. We're a pretty small team, only nine persons now in Vienna. Sure. Okay. Um so this is first generation, there is way more to come. Um we're pretty big in software, so as as time goes by we will evolve in the software, especially in the app side, but also the firmware itself can so device is pretty powerful. It has more than four hundred megahertz of processing power in it, and we're using only a little bit of it right now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But that's because it's it. It may sound a little bit limited in, in functionality, but you know you can improve because it's so much processing power. You can add features on top of it, which is quite nice. And we've we've done this already with um, uh, yeah, with a lot of things. And, and so for future versions of this mic, me can you see? Um giving uh, color options for the mic me versus just standard black or um... we actually had already cover options. So, oh. um, so the Indiegogo backers could choose between black and white. Okay. Um, so I think roughly 15% or something decided on the white version. Actually, everyone who seeing the, the white likes it a lot. Hmm. It's kind of the Apple thing, but um, still for the beginning, because we, we are very small. We, for logistic reasons, um, you only can buy a black one for now. So, okay. But maybe, you know, I mean, we actually had some requests. Oh, I'm a wedding photographer or wedding videographer. Yeah. So, you know, a white microphone on a white desk, on a white table in front of the bride with all white. And, you know, brides are very curious about the, you know, the bride's table. Yeah. I married on my own since 10 years. So I know. <laughs> about that game, but it, 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 you don't see the microphone. So actually, that's what a lot of video makers like a lot. It doesn't look like a microphone. It looks more like a, a speaker or mm-hmm. something, a heater. It's not that ugly audio recorder, which looks like an audio recorder with 100 buttons. It's more like it could be any kind of design thing. Yeah. It fits nice in your scene. So that's what some people really like about it. So that, that's good. Actually, we won already quite a lot of design prizes for it for its shape. It, no, I I like it. It, it does look uh, like your not so traditional microphone. Uh, it is a little box. It is very compact, but it's very straightforward. There's a record button, and it has its own storage. It, it is USB powered. I think that it's straightforward, and it has a very nice microphone built into it. And yeah. from there. Since your Indiegogo campaign, how much? How many did you launch initially? Uh, we we searched for twenty five thousand k. Okay. Twenty five thousand, and we raised three hundred, uh, four hundred three thousand dollars, so it's roughly two thousand pieces. Okay, and then so, since then, uh, it looks like now that uh, there are two locations to source your microphones, correct? Yes, yes, yes. So we just it's available since one or two weeks uh, in the U.S. It's through B and H. Or in uh, Europe, Toman. So just go to our website, makeme.com, and there are all the links. That's the easiest way. Okay. And then 
in terms of that, like, so that's, I mean, one way is, is through, right, distribution, correct? Yes. So will, will you see as time progresses, maybe for the demand of your product, will, will you look to source or, yeah, source your product through other distributions or maybe dealerships? Sure, sure, sure. sure. I think I'm, I'm pretty convinced that there's big demand over time. So for now, we wanted just to start with those two key dealers because mm -hmm. they were pretty much interested and they will help us to spread the word because, yes. you know, Mike Me is still a very unknown brand. So Tormann is the biggest audio dealer in Europe. B&H is quite big in the US, so yes. uh, they have a, a broad reach and they can help us a lot with logistics stuff because as a small company with a hardware product, logistics on a worldwide basis, at least in Europe, US, is a quite a big thing. So we're pretty happy with those two partners. And you need to some, start somewhere and be laser sharp focused on two of them and then we yeah. start from there somewhere next year. In terms of uh, trade shows, do you, does Mike Me have that yet? And do you plan on attending any trade shows to share a product? Yeah, so we will take part CES, so generally next year, um, mm -hmm. NAM show. So we have yeah. been on NAM show and CES last year, Musik Messe in Frankfurt next year. We really don't know because it seems to be not that important any longer or not that big. Um, frequency of visitors like Namshow and CS. Yeah. And then most of our activities are online because it's, it's a device for online content. Yeah. So it's um, what really, what helps us regarding communication is creating nice content with some partners and first early adopters where we have some really nice big media outlets who will start using it too especially video things. So what we learned is, you know, as a musician, I built it for musicians, for singer songwriters. And then over the far past two years since we launched, there was a single, the, the biggest request was always, please integrate somehow smartphone video in your app, somehow synced audio to video because it's, it's a pain. Yeah. Like, syncing audio to video and get going fast. You know, you want to record something, review it, and five minutes later, it should be online. Yeah. I'm not so much talking about live streaming. That's another issue. But um, getting close up uh, mic'd audio for smartphone video is a pretty big thing with just one device. So that's what we're focusing now. Uh, we already have a solution, which will be yeah, shown soon. And it's pretty nice. Do you, do you, is there any sort of option that supports multiple mic me's in a single session? Not yet. Not yet. And okay, so but this is one of the top three requests, obviously. Right. Well, oh, I was, you I, can do it. You can do it with one microphone. So why can't you do it with multiple? Sure. I, I, yeah, I'm thinking some. You know, your online contributor or online, um, the online community, right? You know, they they want to sync their video from their smart devices to your mic me and they might not want to be the only one in that video with a microphone or, yeah. you know, and place them strategically and have those mic me's all feed to one video. Yeah. So this is, I mean, it's a common request. I mean, it's a little bit tricky. The audio synchronization is not that easy because as long as you have cabled devices, it's quite easy with wireless devices. If you stream right away, like the conventional system, it's, it's a little bit harder, but we have kind of um, asynchronous 
quality of service protocol going on. So the, the audio packets are not sometimes not coming in right order. Um, that that's how the system is built and how it's set up. That has mm-hmm. some advantages, but it makes it a little bit harder to synchronize multiple microphones because if we sync multiple, they should be in perfect sync. Not yeah. Some are out of sync, running out of sync. Um, but from a technical perspective, like what the hardware could do, it's it's pos- it, it's possible. It's just a little bit um, prioritizing our resources and our efforts and the team. So, so currently, Mike Me is based in Austria, correct? Right. Vienna, Austria. And do you have any plans on on opening up a, a stateside uh, location? for employees or anything here or Austria may be the, the home base for now? Austria is for now the home base. I mean, Austria, Vienna has been selected, I think five to 10 times in a row, the most, one of the most livable cities in the, in the world. So it's a pretty nice place to live. I mean, obviously we've seen on Indiegogo that there's, uh, you see the geographics of your customers. Yeah. And there's a big fat red bubble in the Bay area. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. So I mean, it's obvious because it, we have been on Indiegogo. So you know, a lot of geeks and nerds and and, and and early adopters are in this region. Yeah. So and that that's obvious. So uh, we have a very strong focus on LA, San Francisco, New York. Uh, the next city to follow is London, most probably because a lot of content creators are there. Yeah. Um, it's good to operate from Austria. Uh, you can get quite cheaply employees related to the to Bay Area. Still, you know, as we grow, we would look to somehow have, somehow have a home base here somewhere. And that most probably would be San Francisco, LA, or New York. Whatever. Makes sense. And in, in the future versions of Mike Me, and maybe you're already doing it now and you can say it or not, um, are you looking at to, to produce a, a Mike Me that has the ability to change your mic patterns? Right. So like if you and I are in the same room, right, right now, this is basically good for the side of the table that you're sitting on to record versus if we're sitting around a round table and we wanted six to seven people talking, this wouldn't be the best microphone to do that. Correct. Uh, kind of. So if you, if you're just putting on top of the table, but if you lay it flat on a table, the, because it's, uh, it's directional. So it's, it's a cardioid polar pattern. So if yes. you, if you put the cardioid polar pattern, um, flat on the table, it becomes more like a only, um, polar pattern. So you can do it that way. Okay. Um, sure. That's also a very common request. I mean, it's yeah. still like a very technical kind of thing where everyone likes i mean with the capture we're using right now yeah it or also um is available as a, as a two diaphragm capsule but mm. the problem is you need to change the complete change around the, the electronics because you need two audio audios in in very high quality so making one work in that it's small very box difficult. yeah with an audio recorder and the wireless device and battery powered is was hard enough. There's no battery-powered, phantom-powered uh, microphone out there that, that doesn't exist, nor right. does one exist with an audio recorder. And the worst thing you can do is put the wireless device pretty close to the <laughs> phantom-powered capsule. So putting another diaphragm, which is phantom-powered, <laughs> <laughs> might be... Um, A little crazy? 
Yeah, I like crazy things. I mean, <laughs> obviously, there are some use cases. Where a lot, you know, journalists ask a lot for that because the interview situation is a problem. Maybe yeah. some other way to go along is like use two microphones. So maybe it's better to have like two microphones synced up in real time. So because then you then you feel you could get closer because what we see in mobile production, mobile content production is yeah, like in the room I'm talking now in the living room, it's super silent. Yeah. But uh, if you look on our uh, YouTube videos, you see that we record a lot outside because that's actually where most of the content these days is done. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of noise. So if you're far away, you get very bad audio quality. So you have to be close. You have to hold the microphone in your hand. If there's two persons speaking, you either you, you put your heads together and you're very close, but more, most probably you just take the microphone in your hands each person and then record from two microphones but there's endless possibilities the question is what is the, the most important for the next steps yeah i think it's hard to say i mean like it sounds like you're capturing you know the, the four major audiences there on, on who would use this right obviously there's a lot of people in the bay area i think you're just are looking at this as a really cool neat geeky microphone that doesn't exist until now yeah. um, but th- then there are you know, like the journalists and and the content creators out there and say, well, you know, I'm, I'm on the go. And I, like you said, I want to record a video, put some audio, sync it up and have it be online and, and then go on to the next one. Right. I don't have time to, to do all the major edits in the studio. If I'm at a production or an event or something, I need things just to kind of work. Right. And you already have the studio. maybe you already have the studio microphone. So why yeah. replacing the studio microphone? I mean, once the mic can be a USB microphone, you get like a studio grade, USB microphone too. I mean, uh, yeah, we, on the go. We got a request from a customer who said, um, "I just have one wish, because you already gave me the best audio recorder on the market. If you just enable the USB function as a USB microphone, then I also would have the the best USB microphone on the market, which is kind of a good comment from a customer um, and a good compliment. But um, yeah, that's we're looking more on mobile content creation and yeah. Uh, how, how can we help to, to get the full f- process of creation, production, and distribution working as fast as possible? If you think like, oh, I have to upload my content first to Instagram, then to Facebook, then to YouTube. Yeah. And doing that all manually. Question is, why doesn't that happen automatically? Why do you have to do it three times manually? Stuff like that. It doesn't stop once you have captured the audio and then put in another app and use that app to you know, edit it and then put it in three <laughs> different platforms. To get it where you need to go, yeah. That doesn't make sense to me at all. I mean, I just want like the easy cheese solution, like, you know. Just record, just push record, the button. Push the button, send it to my audience. Whatever, wherever my audience is, send it there. And uh, I don't care, like, I just want to see like my stats and you know, what is the reach and hopefully how much money I made with all this content. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, I think, you know, and then make more songs or more podcasts or more videos and see, you know, how it resonates. Um, I, I think based on the size, what you have, you, you definitely have something that makes it very mobile, very easy to carry around. It's got a USB charging solution and it's not uncomfortable to kind of sit down or you don't necessarily need a mic stand. But I think uh, Mike Me does have the the ability to to thread into a stand, yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah. So there is that option, right? So it kind of goes to that prosumer sort of uh, easy 
professional grade, but for, for consumers, for content creators on the yes. go. Yeah. Uh, gives you the flexibility to kind of to be very professional and quality in a very mobile friendly package. It has this uh, at the bottom. It has a fret nut with the three eight inch and one quarter inch. I think those two sizes. I always forget the sizes. So the standard uh, microphone um, stand sizes and yeah. hot shoe mounts. Okay. So you can put it on this large camera. You can put it on any microphone stand. You can put it on a tripod. Uh, you can put it on, you can mount it on with your GoPro accessories as long as it is a hot shoe mount. Stuff like that all works, but actually how we use it most of the time, once it's uh, spoken words, it's just you put it, take it in your hand because your body is the best shock mount you have. Like there's, there's nothing like your body. If you just walk and hold it gently in your hand, uh, it's, you have to try it out. It's, really uh, astonishing how good your body um, absorbs shocks, you know, from walking. Hmm. If you know what you're doing, just holding your, in your hand, that, then you don't hear, you know, the, the, the moving as long yeah. as there's not too much wind. I mean, but that's, that, that's a common problem anyway. Well, I'm definitely going to get my hands on a mic me yeah. after the podcast, <laughs> do some testing. I, I, I'm just very intrigued because the fact that it's so compact, and uh, the audio clips that I've heard were very impressive. So I, I just be, would be curious to kind of take it, you know, on a, on a week on a week stroll through my daily, you know, activities and and when I go and see people who have different, you know, companies and things like that, whether it be audio companies here in the Bay or, or other technical things or, or just friends in general, just give them a quick, you know, hey, check this microphone out really quick and do a quick little Q and A and on a walk, sitting somewhere at a noisy place to kind of just just give one of those you know, road tests through all sort of capabilities, but a very mobile thing that could fit in my pocket, it could sit on a table, it could sit, you know, wherever, or like I said, just, just kind of go with it in your hand and, and just walk around and experience something that's so small and just push a button, record, stop. And that's it. Yeah. That, that's hopefully what we fulfill and that that's what it, it's made for. So looking forward to hear all this awesome content. So. Yeah, that I I I mean, think you guys have created something great, and you know, hopefully the you know the the people that who have backed it like it and have, have been getting good reviews, and hopefully in a week here when B and H goes live with it, uh, the numbers go up. You guys produce a second version or up upgrade the current version. You you build on the platform that's already there to to kind of build. I'm I'm very curious to see <laughs> what directions you go with this. Um, it does seem like. A very simple thing, but that has the ability to expand to a much more in-depth microphone with all these recording capabilities. From a customer perspective, it looks it, it should be as easy as possible. What's inside and how we do it is not that easy. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's good for the customer. That's bad for us. It's we bad. try, you know, to take away the hassle of of, of a lot of things. Well, hopefully, the sales will help uh, accommodate yeah. some of the. the the craziness that you had to put in. Yeah, we will put we will put most of the money back into development because you know for now it's just a, it's not it's not finished yet. I mean it it we will build more more and better um, features into it. Yeah. To help uh, it grow. Is there anything we haven't really said about Mike Me that we should discuss? Besides that, it's a great microphone, and you should actually. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, let's let's discuss this. So, uh, if we head over to is it. Mike me music or is it Mike me.com? Oh, Mike me.com. Mike me.com. Uh, you can see 
basically all the things we kind of just discussed. So again, it's mikme.com, mikme.com. You can, we discussed the, the mobile app, but the, it's going to be on B&H soon here stateside in, what is it, Tommen? Tommen. Tommen. Tommen in the, in the UE? Yeah, yeah, yeah. EU. Yeah. You and uh, is that there now or is that also next week? No, no, Toman is already there, already there. But B and H will be next the week. Box, box to B and H takes a little bit longer, and they have been on vacation last week. So, okay, so very let's soon see. here we'll, we'll have it here stateside. Um, let's see. And for anyone listening who didn't already catch the name, it's mikeme.com, m i k m e.com, and obviously you can catch them on the web at facebook.com forward slash Mike me music. Same yes. at Twitter. It's at Mike me music and YouTube should be the same. I believe uh, it's Mike me music on, on YouTube as well. And uh, any, any final, any final thoughts for your listeners or the uh, viewers, listeners, potential customers, potential people that, that would like to learn more about your brand and company. I mean, when I mean, it was built with, with with creators and creative people in mind. So you know, the, the the vision was always help people to get going with their creativity and taking away as much of the technology part as possible. Um, so that you, because that was my biggest my biggest pain with my own art. Yeah. You know, is yeah. I just have two one or two hours a week where I want to play the piano. Why should I spend like one and a half of two hours setting up my recording gear? Because I have yeah. three kids. I don't, ha- I can't st- let it stand around for a week. And that's, that doesn't feel right. And there's so much cool things out there. Like, you know, cameras, Instagram did a nice job with, Oh, the nicest camera. You already have the camera in your pocket. This is smartphone. Mm-hmm. Why is not, why is there nothing in the audio world being equivalent to that? So, that is what it was built for, and hopefully we can fulfill those needs and that, that big vision. Well, maybe eighty percent now, hopefully sooner or later, hundred percent. Well, definitely looking forward to to playing around with the current version of Mike Me in a week when it hits B and H. And as time progresses, I would love to have you come back and and tell me about all the updates. It sounds like they're already sure. planning in your head right now and 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 updating you know the mic updating the the processes the all the create all the crazy amount of work that goes into this that makes the end user just all they need to do is hit record yes. and this, and they have so many things in the palm of their hand and um I would love to to learn more about that as time progresses maybe you know again after c e s comes in and and you pro- i'm assuming we'll have announcements to to show there yes. Um, as time progresses, I'd love to have you back. If anyone has any questions for you or the company, what's the best place that they should go to reach out? Should it just uh, go to the website? Go to the website and press the chat button on the bottom right or okay. send an email to hello at mikeme.com. Okay. And lastly, again, just to repeat, mikeme.com is the website, M-I-K-M-E.com, mikeme.com. If anyone has any questions for me or about the show, you love the show, you hate the show, you want to know more about Mike Me and you couldn't remember the email that was just given, my personal email is johnny at ravepubs.com. And you can find me on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, all at jmota3, J-M-O-T-A, the number three. And um, 
pretty much all there. Just say hi, say some nice things, say some bad things, just say some stuff. You can, again, you can find AV Insider on the Rave Radio tab at ravepubs.com, R-A-V-E-P-U-B-S.com, ravepubs.com. There's plenty of other content and shows there in the Rave Radio tab, as well as everything AV under the sun at ravepubs.com from blogs to videos to podcasts and more. And I'm pretty sure we're going to have a little more content about Mike Me there pretty soon. So if you're not there yet, head over to MikeMe.com or RayPubs.com to learn more about all those things. Philip, thank you so much for your for your time, your knowledge, and everything that is Mike Me. We, we definitely appreciate it. And I again, as time progresses, I'd love to have you back to tell us more about the, the show or the uh, the product. Thanks a lot for the time. As the Austrians say, I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everyone. This has been AV Insider.